y'all back. Listen, we have been on a journey. And I know we're just starting on this journey, but just know that I'm grateful y'all are on this journey with me because this is a big step for me. For about five or six years, God has been telling me to do a podcast. And if I'm very honest, I did not want to. <laughs> I was like, God, I just want to act. That's all I want to do. Like, I, that was my only dream. That was my only dream, y'all. And one of the things that I have learned in this season is like you have to be obedient to God when he tells you to move because who would have thought that the whole entire industry was shut down? And I think sometimes when we're not obedient to God in the moment that we that he tells us to be obedient, that we suffer more than what we should have. You know, God is kind and he doesn't want for us to suffer. But you've been praying and you've been asking for multiple streams of income. And you know that you bake a banana pudding like don't nobody else bake a banana pudding. But you're so afraid to put yourself out there that you don't want to sell your banana puddings. And so now it's like, okay, well now your money's drying up and you asking, Lord, send the rain, send the flood. And he like... Why you ain't been selling a banana pudding? So this is my banana pudding, okay? <laughs> this podcast is my banana pudding. This podcast is me saying yes. And so I appreciate y'all for coming with me on the yes. And if there's something that you know that the Lord don't told you to do, go ahead, go ahead and do it. And drop it on in the comments and tell me what it is so I can go ahead and support you too. Because that's what we do over here at The Nina Show. Okay, so... I just want to be transparent. Today, what I'm talking about is something that is very near and dear to my heart. I'm talking about self-love. On this journey, since I've been doing the podcast and since I've been healing, like as I told y'all earlier, I went through a breakup early in the year and I've been in a really pruning season. And um, one of the things that I really learned is that some of the reasons why I found myself in these toxic relationships with men and with friendships is because there was a part of me who didn't love myself properly. And I read this quote on um, TikTok that I want to share with you that really spoke to what I felt like I was going through. It says this. I wish someone would have told me that sacrificing my boundaries in the name of empathy wasn't noble. I wish they would have warned me that all I would do is make me a safe house for someone else's demons. I think empathy has to be taught in two parts. How to put yourself in someone's shoes and see the hurt they've been given that made them hurt you and how to understand that you still don't deserve what they are doing. Their scars are no excuse for the wounds they give to you. Their inability to heal is not something you can fix if you stay and continue to let them treat you in all these unacceptable ways. If you give them excuses and safe places for their darkness instead of demanding that they do better, the only thing you're teaching them is that you'll put up with it. We want to live in a world where hurt people don't hurt people, but the reality is that starts with you standing up for yourself and not accepting disrespect. You chose to heal. You chose to take the darkness the world gave you and still be a light. You chose kindness despite the pain you receive. They can too. Empathy is not an excuse to sacrifice your boundaries so someone can keep hurting you. That's how I feel. And before I continue with this, I usually pray at the end, but I feel led to pray now because I want to make sure that what I say is not harmful to anybody as I'm speaking my truth. So God, I just pray that you will speak through my vocal cords, oh God, that you will think through my mind, 
that you will make this time with us a time that we can heal together. God bless those who we have hurt knowingly and unknowingly. May we all experience a wealth of knowledge and may we heal and be better. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh my God. Okay, y'all, so I know I'm tearing up, but I think my cycle about to come. <laughs> no, seriously, I, it's got to be that because good God. Uh, anybody else like that? Well, you know, you just be crying about, you watch Free Willy. I'm like, oh, Free Willy, I'm crying. Anyway, you guys, that really stuck out to me because I was like, that is what my problem has always been. I grew up with a very, very kind grandmother. She was so kind that she would literally take clothes out of our closets, her grandchildren, to give to other people. And I'd be like, Grandma, why are you, why are you, why are you doing that? She would literally like let people drive her car and then we would be riding on the bus. It was crazy. It was the craziest, so selfless. And I feel like because I grew up with those behaviors exhibited, I saw, I did that a lot in my life. And so a lot of times I didn't always take the best care of Nina because I was so worried about taking care of other people. And as a result of that, I thought that people would take care of me in the way that I took care of them, but that wasn't always that. And me not taking care of myself and putting myself first, even me saying that. And I don't know if that's something that has to do with like black women, if we don't know how to just put ourselves first because we don't feel like that's what's right to do. But even the thought of me putting myself first is like, is that selfish? Is it? And what I'm learning is no, it's not. You have to choose you. You are worthy. You are worthy to be chosen. And so I appreciate y'all being on this journey with me and I'm really excited about it. So I know that as I've been going through everything, I've been in like a pruning season. And one of the scriptures that really stand out to me as we talk about pruning is in John 15, I believe. Y'all, I got some notes, honey. I got some notes. It says, John 15, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. While each branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be more fruitful. And so I was watching God as he was like pruning my friendship group and pruning my job group and pruning this group. And it was like all the trees that were not bearing fruit, he pruned them. And I was just like, God, that is so interesting to me. And one of the things that he was showing me is how, as I was been healing on my journey, I'm like, dang, God, how did I let these people get into my life? I was having a conversation with a girlfriend the other day and I was like, you know, I can honestly say that I haven't dated anybody who I felt like was like a really good guy. Like I haven't felt like I had like that one guy who just treated me just so phenomenal. It's like, I want to spend the block on him. Like in the reality, I'm like, uh-uh, 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 all y'all stay away from me because y'all crazy as hell. And one of the things that I noticed is like my picker was off because I wasn't loving Nina properly. You know, growing up, um, y'all can't see right now, but I have a birthmark and I had a really big um, gap in my mouth. And so as somebody who grew up in, as a, in the military family, I moved from place to place to place to place to place. Now imagine being the new girl all the freaking time. I was always teased. I was always teased. And so I learned to operate in this space of 
putting my being a people pleaser in order to be accepted and not really fully accepting myself. As I've been on this journey of self-love, one of the things that I've discovered is I couldn't have loved myself properly and put up with the things that I've put up with. There's no way that I love myself properly and I allowed somebody, a man, to literally call me every name but a child of God for over 24 hours and still deal with him. There's no way that I properly love myself and I call someone my best friend who was sneaking around with a man I used to talk to and telling people, don't tell Nina, who literally allowed her mama to come at me sideways because I looked him in the eyes when I spoke to him. There's no way that I love myself when I literally allow a friend to be in my life and come and spend the holidays with me and my family only to cuss me out on my birthday six months later and try to defend her actions and allow her still back into my life. There's no way that I love myself when I literally stepped into the place of being someone's godmother and you could literally not speak to me for no reason. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. And as I've been on this 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 journey of apologizing to myself, I looked at little me and I said, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that I didn't love you enough to say, you will not treat me like that. That I did not love myself enough to say, ouch, that hurts me. And mean it. And not feel so much empathy for somebody else, more empathy for other people than I ever felt for me. I was having a conversation with a friend of mine uh, a couple weeks ago. And, you know, again, I was telling y'all about my cycle. So every time my cycle come around, I get all in my little feel. I'm like, oh, Lord, maybe I was wrong. Maybe I shouldn't have let them go. Oh, Jesus, show me where I'm wrong because I don't never want to get it right. I so want to treat people right and I never want to get it wrong. And I was telling her and I was going down the list and she was like, Nina, you didn't do anything wrong. What about when you hurt? What about when you hurt? I had never thought about that, y'all. I had never thought about what about when I hurt. And sitting in that truth of, dang, because I didn't love myself properly, because I had a fear of even God loving me properly, like, to know that he wouldn't allow me to miss out on things, to know that he wouldn't allow me to miss out on love. This wasn't his best for me. This wasn't his best in friendship for me. This wasn't his best of relationships for me. That he had better for me. That I allowed people to mismanage my heart. And so I just wanted to share that with you all. And I wanted this time to be a time of reflection, perhaps for you. Perhaps there's something in your life that you know you've been holding on to as a result of lack of self-love. One of my favorite scriptures that says is that above all else, love thy neighbor as thy love thyself. But the truth of the matter is, is that sometimes we don't really love ourselves. We love our exterior. Oh, I love my lashes. Oh, I love how my booty be sitting high. 
But do you love you? Do you think that you're valuable? Do you think that you are worth moving heaven and earth for? Because you are. And the same love that you extend other people, you have to extend that love to yourself first. It says love thy neighbor as you love yourself. And so if you don't love yourself properly, enough to let people know that's not how you're going to treat me, enough to say, mm -mm, this don't line up with, with God's best for me, then you're not properly loving you. And who are you to deny yourself of the type of love that God has for you? I want you to repeat after me. Who am I to deny God from showing me complete and total love? On my journey of self-discovery, I also learned that I can't take on the responsibility of having other people come to this discovery and them loving me properly as a result of what they've been through. I think that when you, especially black women, I don't know if I've said this before, but I feel like sometimes we find a problem with saying, oh, you know, I love myself. I'm putting myself first because we've been taught to put everybody else first. We've been taught, oh, let me make everybody else's plate because I want to be in a moment of servitude and I want to be this and I want to be of that. But who takes care of us? I thought about that one time. I was like, you know, I was up here and I was crying out to the Lord like, oh, Lord, bless me indeed, Lord, bless me indeed so that I can literally overflow and give to everybody. But I was like, who gives to me? And it's not always about what you get. We don't always give with the expectation of, get, of receiving because we understand that when we give, God is going to always supply all of our needs. But the reality is, is that you deserve to be poured into in the same way that you give. You really do. And I know this might sound preachy today, but I just needed someone to say this to me. And so I'm saying it to you. And I pray that you hear me. I pray that you know that you're so worthy. And I pray that whatever you've been holding on to in every way that you feel like you're not self-loving yourself properly, whether it be in your finances, you know, you you would spend $1,400 on Leroy, but girl, you ain't got your hair done in 16 weeks. Your hair look like a mat. A mop, baby. You need to get your hair done. I'm just telling you now. Okay? You won't, you will pay all of the bills in your house, but your, your feet scrubbing the ground, baby. Your feet scrubbing the ground. You need a pedicure. Okay? That is the indication of not loving yourself properly. Because here you are willing to lay yourself down on the altar for people, but you won't even love yourself. So you can even lay down cute. You laying down all crusty. Your hair See, that's my problem. I be digressing. My bad, y'all. Let me come on back. Let me come on back to my notes. See, I got notes over here. One of the things while I was hiking on the mountain today is that one of the ways that we don't self-love ourselves is by returning to things that God has delivered us from because we don't, we don't trust him for better. 
And as I was walking up the mountain, God just dropped out in my spirit, you know. It's a scripture that says, don't be like a dog and return to this vomit. And a lot of us go back to things that God has already delivered us from because we don't trust him for better. But not trusting God fully is a form of not loving yourself properly. Because again, who are you to deny what God has for you? Like this is literally, I really, like people really don't understand when I talk about abundant life. But God really came down here that we may have life and have it more abundantly. Okay? He really said that. He really told us that if anybody is sick, they can go to the elders in the church, put oil on their hands and, and go ahead and heal it and they will be healed. And God is not a man that he should lie, right? So it's simple as God loves you. He will move heaven and earth to come rescue you when you call. And you would literally sit up here and allow people to mistreat you? You would literally sit up here and allow for someone to belittle you? 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 I literally was in the bathroom like, girl, these people had me messed up. I was literally out here allowing people to use and abuse me, gaslight me, mistreat it. Well, the next time you want to, the next time, child, who are you talking to? Really? And all of that goes down to not loving myself properly. Because self-love says, hmm, I'm not going to allow that in my life. God doesn't speak to me that way. God doesn't treat me that way. God gives his last to me. Well, he's never without. Lord, you ain't never with that. Hold on, let me bring that back. God gives me everything, okay? And I would really be in a relationship where I have to beg, borrow, and steal from a man? Mm-mm. We're not doing that, honey. So as we come into the end of 2023, what I don't want us to go into 2024 with is foolishness, okay? We're not going to put ourselves last. We are going to put ourselves at the top of the list because just as God says, if I care about the birds of the sky, how much more do I care about you? If God cares about the birds in the sky, how much more does he care about you? And so you have got to start putting yourself first. You have got to ask yourself, what do I want? Who am I? And God, show me the truth that only you know about how much you love me. Help me to see myself the way that you see me. Help me to love myself the way that you love me. So that I can be who you call me to be. Okay? All right, so we're going to move on. I know, you know, I gave y'all a little word. Y'all good? All right, we loving ourselves, right? Okay, so we're going to move on to the section called Ask Nina. And that's where people write in and they ask me questions and I answer them, okay? So on today's letter, somebody wrote in and they said, Hi, Nina. I think I may have made a mistake in quitting my job. For over 10 years, I worked at my previous company. I love the staff and my work environment. However, during COVID, like everyone else, I hopped on the, on the work from home wave and I hate it. I'm at home all day with my kids. My man thinks I'm a living nanny, and I feel like I never get a break. <laughs> the pay is cool, but woo! 
I just really miss my old position and staff. I feel like such a failure admitting that I may have made a mistake, but the truth is, I think I did. What should I do? Should I go back into my old line of work or should I just keep being miserable? Okay. So first of all, no sis, don't keep being miserable. Why would you do that to yourself? We're talking about self-love. Self-love means is that you can't pour from a cup that's empty. So if you're not happy, I'm sure your kids can feel that. I'm sure your partner can feel that. And so we don't want for you to, and life is so short. Life is so, so short. You're here one minute, you're gone the next, and so you don't deserve to be unhappy. So I would get back into the place that makes me happy. Now, I, this is just my opinion. I don't believe in quitting one job without another because Nina's serious about her coins, okay? <laughs> Listen, in the words of Melanie, you don't do poverty well, okay? So uh, I would figure that out first. Get your new one before you quit this one. Or see if you perhaps want to work from home, you know, do both. And or be, if you like this position, I would see if I had a friend, because a lot of people who are looking for work from home jobs, I would see if I had a friend to take over the position, maybe they can make the money, and then y'all can kind of navigate it like that. I don't know. But I really don't believe that, you know, you should be miserable at all. Another part of your question that really stuck out to me was you said, I feel like such a failure admitting that I made a mistake. Okay. Now, see, the, we're going back into self-love. Why would you feel like such a failure admitting that you made a mistake? What's a mistake? A mistake? What is life? A gift that you get to do what? Make mistakes and you get to do what else? Try it again and get it right. And you want to know the thing that I love most about God is that even when we feel like we've made mistakes, there's still grace that covers that. That there's still like navigation that is going to be there. I remember when I was, um, years ago, I used to uh, live in New York. And I never thought, I was like, I just used to live in New York and we would be out and about and all this other kind of stuff where I was in classes training in theater. And so I had like a little part-time job and I worked. And it was a it was a crazy job. But one of the skills that I learned there, I use in one of my current jobs now. And so it's so crazy how something that I just thought was so insignificant, something I never thought I would use again, is something that I use now. And so nothing that you've gone through, nothing that you've been navigated to, not, no mistake that you ever made can ever keep you from where you're supposed to be. So it's probably something that you are participating in now at your job that you're at, that even if you go back to your old job, that you're going to use some of those skills to be able to help you in that position. So I want for you to change your perspective. I think one of the things that, if I can say anything, it's all about perspective. It's all about thinking like, hmm, I had to step away from my job of going into the office so I can work from home to say, hmm, this don't work for me. This don't work for me. And that's one of the things about loving yourselves too is even loving your mistakes. Like, yeah, I love the wrong guy. Mm -hmm. That was crappy, but I learned something. <laughs> I can guarantee you I won't be back down that road no more. You know what? I may have been in some toxic relationship with them friends, but oh, baby, these new ones, either you're going to get it right or you got to go, okay? Because I learned something, okay? And 
so I believe that that is the beauty of our mistakes. Somebody said it best, like Judas taught, why am I so preachy? Judas, <laughs> Judas taught Jesus way more than any of his friends. And that's because it cost him something. That's because he pushed God into what he was supposed to do for his purpose. And so the reality is, is that you just got pushed in more for your purpose. And now you're going to really appreciate going into the office because now you know what it's like to stay at home with them children. Okay. Well, thanks so much for writing in, sis. I really appreciate you. Listen, I know that you want to think that your mistakes can keep you from where you're supposed to be, but they cannot. We fall down, but we get up. Listen, you can fall down, but honey, get back up. You can stay at home with the kids, but honey, go on back to work, honey, and be at peace. That's what I say. Okay? <laughs> Listen, now y'all know I never like to leave you without a word and a word of prayer. And my word today is to give it another shot. Give God another shot. I think sometimes in life when we get disappointed with people, we get disappointed in relationships. Quite honestly, y'all, I've done like five or six takes of this because like the kids have been running around. There's been so much going on. I'm just so frustrated. I changed outfits a million and one times. And I had to tell myself that even like I just advised, even in our mistakes that we have another opportunity. And even in times where we feel like people have fumbled us, that we can give people another shot. We can give relationships another shot. We can give friendships another shot because this is not that. They are not them. And the reality is that there is more right with this world than there could ever be wrong. And the reality, other reality is that God has really big dreams and really good plans for us. And all we have to do is give him another chance to show himself to us. Okay? So I want to pray for you. God, I just thank you for this moment. I thank you, oh God, for everybody under the sound of my voice. That, Father God, they will experience a wealth of knowledge, of healing, of understanding, and of love. They will begin to see themselves with your lenses. That they will begin to see their hearts, their minds, their souls, and their spirits like only you see. I come against every satanic and demonic force that is not like you. I thank you, oh God, that you are Alpha and Omega. You are the beginning and the end. God, you are the one who looks, who sits high and looks low. And because, Father God, you said that no good thing will you withhold from us, Father God, because you said that you watch over your word to perform it. You, Because you said that you're not unfaithful and just to remember the things that we do for your people. I thank you, oh God, right now, God, that you would heal our hearts every place that they hurt and that you would give us a wealth of knowledge, of understanding, of peace, and of love. Help us to even love our enemies and help us to get it right in your sight. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and share it with a friend. But honey, if you comment, make sure you keep it cute or else I'll put you on mute. My name is Nina. I love y'all. I'll talk to you later. Bye.